Shalom, everyone. This is Evangelist James and Louise. We're with Scriptures Across the World, Watchman Street Ministry, here on Repent Radio, on Anchor Radio. And uh, we're starting with going through the... uh, the scene, humane gospel of Yeshaya, including the Essene gospel of peace. This is going to be a read that we're going through. And uh, it's a good one, and y'all need to be in it. I mean, y'all need to read this book. Because it is important. And it could be the most important book you read. And uh, we're going to start with the... The Essene Humane Gospel of Yeshaya, including the Essene Gospel of Peace. Correct terms added into these scriptures. God equals Ahaya. Almighty Supreme Power, Supreme Power, Creator, Power, the Most High. Jesus equals Yeshaya. Lord equals Master. Amen equals Aman. Christ equals the Savior. Holy Spirit equals Ruach HaKadosh. False gods, mighty ones, deity. Israel equals Yasharava. Grace equals mercy. Ark angel, archangel equals chief messenger. Archangel equals chief messenger. Holy equals consecrated. Or Kadash. Gospel equals good message news. Pagan terms edited into the consecrated collection of scriptures, also known as the Holy Bible. The Council of Nicaea. In the year 325 A.D. was perpetrated one of the most colossal frauds and deceptions in the annals of history. This was the date of the Council of Nicaea, whose task it was to create a new religion that would be acceptable to Emperor Constantine. The historical Apollonius versus the mythical Jesus by Dr. R. W. Bernard, Ph.D. Constantine's intention at Nicaea was to create an entirely new mighty one for his empire who would unite all religious factions under one deity 
and Roman rule of law. Presbyters were asked to debate and decide who their deity would be. Delegates argued among themselves, expressing personal motives for the inclusion of particular writings that promoted the finer traits of their own special deity. Throughout the meeting, howling factions were immersed in heated debates, and the names of 53 deities were added, were tabled for discussion as of yet. No deity had been selected by the council, and so they balloted in order to determine that matter. For one year and five months, the balloting lasted. God's Book of Escra Prof. S.L. McGuire's translation, Salisbury, 1922, chapter, I believe it was like 28, not sure, because that's in Roman letters or numbers, paragraphs 3641, Roman Catholic mix of legend and history. At the end of that time, Constantine returned to the gathering to discover that the presbyters had not agreed on a new deity, but had balloted down to a short list of five prospects. Caesar, Krishna or Krishna, Mitra, Horus, and Zeus, Roman Jupiter. Historia Ecclesiastica, Eusebius, 325. Constantine was the ruling spirit at Nicaea, and he ultimately decided upon a new god for them. To involve British factions, he ruled that the name of the Druid deity Hesus, or Iesus, be joined with the Eastern Savior deity Krishna. Krishna is Sanskrit for Christ, and thus Jesus Krishna, Jesus Krishna, and later Jesus Christ, would be the official name of the new Roman deity. A vote was taken, and it was with the majority show of hands. Votes to 157 thus both man-made divinities, Krishna and Jesus, became one deity. Following the long-standing heathen custom, Constantine used the official
okay, and that he used the uh, official gathering and the rump decree to legally deify two deities as one, did so by democratic consent. A new deity was proclaimed and officially ratified by Constantine. If you call yourself a Christian, you're calling yourself the follower of a pagan deity. The pagan Christian church is full of pagan traditions such as Christmas, Jeremiah 10, 1-4, Easter, Jeremiah seven eighteen, and Satanic Sunday worship. This was also down to Constantine and is noted in Daniel seven twenty three to 25 Shalom, you know, I just heard you reading about the paganism, and that will go, uh, like, line up with what we're going to bring on our next broadcast on Mixler. That's right. So we'll... Isn't that awesome how the Kadash works? Yes, it is, and we'll uh, read this part. everyone. And we'll read this part on that uh, Mixler broadcast, Isn't that awesome? That's great. I love you. Much love. And it says, if you call yourself a Christian, you're calling yourself the follower of a pagan deity. The pagan Christian church is full of pagan traditions such as Christmas, Jeremiah 10, 1 to 4, Easter, Jeremiah 7, 18, and Satanic Sunday worship. This was also down to Constantine and is noted in Daniel seven twenty three to 25. He was prophesying of the future kingdom we are now living in. Oh, one more thing. Rome. Paganism would go in like the same as... Um, As uh, false deities, false, and when you're doing paganism, that's also witchcraft. It's also so. There's a big, yeah, a lot we're we're going to learn. Oh, it connects in with the heathen, yeah. the ways of the heathen, and that's the and way. that's really been speaking to me today, hasn't it? Yes, it has. So praise the high. Through Yeshaya, praise Ahiah. And uh, these changes happen in the Council of Nicaea. Acts 17.24 says Ahiah doesn't dwell in buildings made by man. So what are you doing at a pagan Christian follower of Krishna building? Christianity is for people who know that the Caesar, that the Creator is real. Christianity is for people who know that the Creator is real, but don't want to be like Him. Just using the Bible as a front. Actually, 
keep the Sabbath, keep the consecrated days of the Torah without animal bloodshed and become a follower of Yeshua, the true Savior of all souls. In other words, a true Christian You're to be a true follower of Yeshua. You're to keep the Sabbath, the consecrated days of the Torah, without animal bloodshed, and become a follower of Yeshua, the true Savior of all souls. And y'all just learned that Jesus is not his name. Jesus is uh, a God of the Romans that the uh, Constantine put. And everyone, we're house-sitting, too, so if you hear a kitty cat in the background, his name is Cheese, and he misses my daughter and her little girl, my granddaughter. So just to let y'all know if you hear him. That's right, and uh, you might hear them in the background running around, or meowing. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name, name in the Eastern Hebrew perspective. All the consecrated scriptures are from Eastern Hebrew perspective. Means authority, character, but in this case also refers to the identifiable name as Jesus is a pagan deity under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. It is, Yeshia is the name. Amen Ra is the name of an Egyptian sun deity, hence Sunday worship. That's why you in, that's who you invoke when saying Amen. So if you're saying Amen at church, or at home in prayer, you're invoking Amen Ra. You're not invoking the Most High Ahaya. He is the highest esteemed and most worshipped Egyptian deity. The true word for ending prayer is H539 to confirm support equals Aman. This is a this is only added for pronunciation. God is a pagan term. Isaiah sixty five eleven shows that in the Hebrew H539 
the terms used for a mighty one opposing the creator that the people of Yasharala were worshiping. Worshiping means submitting, doing the will of someone, something. Goes by the names God and God. A's in Hebrews is pronounced as O's. What do those names sound like? It also goes on to mention that another mighty one was H4507. Many, many. In Hebrew, this sounds like money. It literally means numbers in English. This is why some people value money above living souls and the Creator Himself and are only happy when they have more numbers in their account. This is also why the Savior said no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot be in bondage to Ahia and mammon. Mammon means wealth. Matthew six twenty four. Just think, money in Hebrew sounds like money. And it literally means numbers in English. Think about that. We shouldn't be trying to go after all that money. We should value a higher above all. Jehovah, Jehovah equals Satan. Exodus 6, 3. And I appeared unto Abraham unto Isaac and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty, but by my name Jehovah was I not known to them, Genesis twenty two fourteen, and Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, and as it is said to this day in the mount of the Creator it shall be seen. How is it? The Most High said he appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob by the name of God Almighty, but by his name Jehovah they did not know him as. The Most High is telling us Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob did not know his name. Back in Genesis it says Abraham named the place Isaac was to be sacrificed Jehovah Jireh. How is it in Exodus? The Most High says my name was I not known to them, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. After the fall of biblical Yasharala, their text remained behind. 
while they were exiled and taken captive. These texts remained fairly intact and were not tampered with until a group came along. This group was called the Masoretes, and they existed for a few centuries as scribes. The Masoretes were not from the original Hebrew population, but rather impostors from Europe and Eurasia, all descendant from Gomer. The rest can be put into perspective. Their purpose was to hide the history of the real Hebrews so that they may be the chosen people. And they were successful as they were chosen as the Creator had chose a people, Yasharala. Satan did too. He chose fake European Jews, Revelation 3.9, Revelation 2.9. Specifically, Ashkenazi, who pose as the true people of the scriptures. Watch on YouTube, Yarashalem Black People's Hidden Identity. He chose them and gave them the world, so long as they do his desire and work for him. These impostors set themselves up to be the real Hebrews and established their mighty one, Satan, as the mighty one of the Bible. One of the many ways they did this was by going through ancient Hebrew texts and revising them while changing the name to the Tetragrammaton, which is satanic. The Jewish Masoretes inscribed their Ahayah's names in our text. The suffix Hova is H1943 in Strong's Hebrew Dictionary and has the meaning of ruin, mischief, It is another form of H1942, Hava, which is translated calamity, iniquity, mischief, mischievous thing, naughtiness, naughty, noisome, perverse thing, substance, very wickedness. Put the two, J-E plus, Hova together and you get God of ruin, mischief, calamity, perversion, wicked and noisome. Simply put, Jehovah is the God of evil. Jehovah is Satan. Exodus 6, 3. And I appeared, H7200, unto H413 Abraham, H85 unto H413 Isaac, H3327 
and unto H413 Jacob, H3290, by the name of God, H410, Almighty, H7706, but by my name, H8034, Jehovah, H3068, was I, not H3808, known H3045 to them, H3068, Jehovah, Jehovah, from H1961, the self-existent or eternal Jehovah, Jewish national name of God, Jehovah the Creator, compare H3050, H3069, true meaning of Jehovah, H3050, Yah, Yah, contracted for H3068, and meaning the same, Jah, the sacred name, Jah, the creator, most behemoth, names in Ayah, or Hava, Hava, from H1933, in the sense of eagerly coveting, and rushing upon by implication of fallen desire, also ruin, calamity, iniquity, mischief, mischievous thing, naughtiness, naughty, noisome, perverse thing, substance, very wickedness, H1943, Hova, another form for 1942, ruin, mischief. You have people that know the ancient Phoenician Hebrew and they have got themselves a JPS Hebrew Tanakh and read the Yahweh Jehovah in the scriptures and it says Yahweh, but it is still the same as Jehovah or Yahweh, which means sacred day of wickedness. Calamity and ruin. Yah, Jah just denotes God. Some people say some of the prophets have Jah, Yah in their names. <coughs> also, but there are prophets that lived that did not. Moses did not. Samuel did not. But Satan also has Yah, Jah in his name. When you reach a certain degree of masonry, they reveal to you Satan's name, Jabulan. So Yah Jah just denotes God and can also refer to fallen gods also. Hallelujah was also injected into the scriptures through the Tetragrammaton, because Halal is Satan. So when you are saying that you are praising Lucifer, H1180, Baali, Baali, from H1167, with pronominal suffix, my master, Baali, a symbolic name of Jehovah. Baali, courtesy of 
Abahaya, Yeshaya, Israel, Bites, Unite, WordPress. Dot com, Most High, Yeshaya, True Name, Jehovah Satan. Okay, the true name of the Most High. Exodus 3, 13 through 15. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, hath sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. So the name of the Creator is I am that I am. So what is this in Hebrew? I am that I am equals Ahaya Asha Ahaya. There are some translations that says I am is Aya, but there are no sounds E in the Paleo Hebrew. And the actual translation from Paleo Hebrew is Ahaya Asha Ahaya. I am equals Ahaya. My Savior, salvation in Hebrew, H3467 equals Yasha with the Ya in the prefix, Y-A in the prefix, which makes it Yeshaya. And in all things that I have said unto you, be circumspect and make no mention of the name of other deities, neither let it be heard out of thy mouth. Exodus twenty-three, thirteen. Think about this, people. Y'all are learning something here if y'all are listening. This is only the beginning. Belief in... Jesus is what it says here. The word belief in the Eastern perspective, the Bible was written by people with the Eastern mindset. It is very different to how it's perceived in the Western perspective. In the Eastern perspective, believing means you hear something, believe it, to be the correct thing to do and acted upon your belief. This is noted very clearly by the Apostle Paul himself. Hebrews 3, 
15 to 19. While it is said today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation. For some, when they had heard, did provoke. Howbeit, not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. <coughs> but with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. The Israelites of that time seen the face of Ahiah. Of course they believed in him by the Western perspective, but they didn't not believe in him by the Eastern perspective. They didn't keep Ahia's consecrated law. This can even be seen in common sense. If you are given instructions to make a guitar and you believe that it will work, you will study and do what it says. If you believe that Yeshia can bring you to Ahia's kingdom, Will you not study and do everything he says? Barely, barely, I say unto you, he that believeth on me hath everlasting life. John six forty seven, KJB. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the master Yeshia, and shalt believe in thine heart, Heart means feelings or thoughts that Ahiah hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, feelings or thoughts, man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Romans 10, 9-10 And it shall be our righteousness if we observe to do all these commandments before Ahia, our power, as he hath commanded us, Deuteronomy 6.25, all religions are tied to paganism, Satanism. Do not be a religious person. Ahia did not create religion. He said, be ye consecrated, for I am consecrated. Ye shall be consecrated, for I, Ahia, your power, am consecrated. Leviticus 19.2 If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. John 15.10 KJB Yeshia said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. John 14.6 If ye love me, keep my commandments.
John fourteen fifteen. For this is the love of Ahia, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. First John five three. Whosoever commit committeth sin transgresseth also the law, for sin is the transgression of the law. First John three four. He that committeth sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the son of Ahiah was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. First John three eight. And now the seen humane gospel of Yeshua, the preface. It is recorded in the homilies of Saint Chrysostom that Yeshua told his disciples if they wanted to learn the mysteries of the Creator, they would first have to be of humane character. He said to them, For if ye are disposed to be humane, ye will learn of the unspeakable mysteries. Be ye therefore humane, that ye may hear these things. Here St. Chrysostom implies that those who are prepared to receive the Savior and His consecrated law will be entertained by the Savior's words. Come ye, prospered of my, favored of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you before the foundation of the world. The word humane describes man at his very human best. Man who not only knows Ahia's laws, but lives by them daily. For humaneness is a virtue that results from the understanding of the spiritual fruits of the Ravak HaKadash. It can be said that the present Bible translations of our daily of our day discredit greatly the humane quality of Yeshua. His teachings being tampered with by Bible editors of the third and fourth centuries of the Catholic Church. Only the Essene writings contain the complete story of the most kind and generous of all men a man that, by his moral strength of consecrated character, puts all other men to shame, especially the religious tribes of today who preach in his consecrated name. Yes, so-called men of the Most High who eat animal flesh, Exodus twenty thirteen. Isaiah one nine to twenty, Jeremiah seven twenty two to twenty three, Ecclesiastes five one, 
Exodus 22:31, Isaiah 66, 3-5, 1 Timothy 5:22, Hosea 6, 6-10, Matthew 9, 13, Psalms 40, 6-8, Proverbs 23, 19 to 20, Isaiah 22, 12 to 13, Hebrews 10, 1 to 15, Hosea 4, 6, 2 Timothy 2, 15, Isaiah 11, 6 to 9, Numbers 11, 18 to 34, Genesis 1, 29, Malachi 3, 6, Enoch 7, 11 to 15, John 10, 10, Enoch 9, 8 to 14, hunt, fish, trap animals, indulge in hard drink, lead sordid sex lives, participate in politics, support warfare and weapons, and have an absolute lack of interest in the human affairs of their fellow man, not to mention the innocent creatures of the Creator. There are very few men who can call themselves men of the Most High, who can even come close to the standard of humaneness the Savior set for His true disciples. Yeshia warned, of such men who would mislead the sheep of his fold for dishonest gain and riches, men interested in fame only and not in the truth of the Creator. Little do such men realize their fate when the Savior tells them, Get away from me, you workers of lawlessness. I know you not. The following good message can help many back to the narrow road of life. All are invited. There is still time to make the right change for the better and follow Ahia's law for life. There is no substitute for truth. The Essenes proved this long ago as they accepted the Savior while others did not. They proved to be the very fountainhead of pristine humanity. And because of them, we have the humane good message today to read and study. John the Baptist was without the slightest doubt and a scene prophet raised up by Ahia to announce and make ready for the coming of the Savior on earth. He was a forerunner of the kingdom's promised heir and the Savior. Thus he was spiritually and physically prepared to identify with and relate to prophecies concerning him, the Essene Brotherhood, 
established long before Yeshua's birth, was in all readiness to provide whatever Yeshua would need in the way of shelter, food, and right education under the lofty standards set into motion. For and by a highest consecrated law. If it were not for the Essenes, we would have no good message gospel whatsoever today, for they were responsible for its original writing and careful preservation. Copies of the good message in fragment form are and have been discovered in many lands. And slowly but surely, we will one day have most of Yeshua's writings. St. John told us this when he said the writings of Yeshua would indeed fill many books which the world could not contain. Praise Ahia. Part 1 We've got less than 15 minutes left on this broadcast, so on this part one, we're going to read what we can. It was in the days of Herod, king of Judea, that a priest known as Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth were found by Ahiah to be righteous and pure. Thus keeping the consecrated law and its commandments to the letter. But they had no children, Elizabeth being barren and both well into the years of life. Zechariah's duty was to burn incense in the temple of the true creator, Ahiah. And it was at this time that a messenger of the Almighty Supreme Power appeared unto him, saying, Have no fear, Zacharias, for thy prayer has been heard and answered. For surely thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, even John, shalt thou call his name. And thou shalt have much gladness and rejoicing. For many shall welcome his birth, for John shall be great in the eyes of the Almighty Supreme Power, and he shall eat no animal flesh, nor drink strong drink at any time. He being filled with the Rawak HaKadash, even from his very beginning, from his mother's womb, and for a certainty, Many of the children of Yasharala shall he turn back to the true supreme power of love. For he shall be sent by him in the same spirit and power of Elijah to make ready a consecrated people prepared for by the prepared for the almighty supreme power. And Zacharias said unto the chief messenger, Gabriel, I am old man, and my wife is old also. 
tell me how is this to take place. And Gabriel, one of the seven glories of the true supreme power eternal, spake unto Zacharias, informing him of his son to come. And it came to pass after a time that Elizabeth conceived even a son as the messenger foretold to be named John. Now John, in his common manhood, would be educated in the consecrated law of Ahia, he being the promised forerunner and announcer of the consecrated Savior. And it was in the sixth month that the consecrated Gabriel was again sent by Ahiah unto a certain place of Galilee to a virgin named Mary, espoused to a man of the royal line of David, whose name was Joseph. Now Joseph was consecrated and pure-minded, skilled in the trade of woodworking and stonemasonry, And Mary was gentle and kind with a discerning mind and humble spirit before the Almighty Supreme Power. Both were pronounced good and consecrated before Ahia. And of them was Yeshia, who is called later the Savior. Thus, Gabriel came unto Mary and said, Behold, Mary, thou art highly favored of Ahia, for the motherhood of Ahia is surely with thee. Precious art thou among women, for favored will be the fruit of thy womb, And when Mary beheld the glorious messenger of Ahia, she was confused at his saying and wondered what manner of salutation this should mean for her. But Gabriel, understanding her mind, spake unto her, saying, Fear not, Mary, and be not troubled. With your thinking, for thou hast found favor with the higher. For behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a consecrated child of the Most High. And he shall be great and shall be called a son of the highest order. For a certainty, the All Eternal One shall give unto him alone the very throne of his father David, and he shall rule over all the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end, but it shall reign in peace eternal. And Gabriel spoke further unto her, the Rawak HaKadash, even the mother of wisdom shall come upon Joseph and the power of the highest 
shall overshadow thee, O Mary. Therefore also is that consecrated which shall be born of thee, even the Savior, the child of Ahia, and his name on earth shall be called Yeshia, for it is he that shall save the people from bondage to sin. Even all those repenting and obeying his consecrated laws. Therefore, O Mary, ye shall eat no animal flesh, nor drink strong drink. For the consecrated child shall be consecrated unto the all eternal from his mother's from its mother's womb, and neither animal flesh nor strong drink shall be eat or drink in any form, nor shall ever a razor touch his head. And the messenger Gabriel spake further, And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her womb. Even of old age will she bring forth, this being the sixth month with her, she who was called barren, for I say unto you, with the higher no thing shall ever be impossible. As that Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Almighty Supreme Power, be it unto me according to thy consecrated words. And in the same day the messenger Gabriel appeared unto Joseph while he was asleep and said unto him, Hail, Joseph, thou art highly favored by Ahiah, for the fatherhood of Ahiah is with thee this day. Blessed art thou. We don't use blessed or bless anymore because if you look at the B and less, you take the B from the bless, put it, separate the B and and you get B less. So we use favored and we use prosper, prosperous, increase. And so, uh, because we believe that something could be to the effect on that, you, uh, you'd want blessings, and it may be blessings instead of blessing, you know, so that's why we... But anyways, and in that same day the messenger Gabriel appeared unto Joseph while he was asleep and said unto him, Hail, Joseph, thou art highly favored by Ahiah, for the fatherhood of Ahiah is with thee this day. Prosperous art thou among men, and... Increased be the fruit of thy loin. 
Joseph, his mind confused, wondered at these words. But Gabriel said unto him, Fear not, Joseph, thy son of David, for thou shalt beget a child, and thou shalt call his name Yeshua. For he alone shall save his people from bondage to sin. Now for a certainty all this was said and done that it might be fulfilled which was written in the prophet saying, Behold, a maiden shall conceive and be with child and shall bring forth a son and shall call his name Emmanuel which means with us is a higher son. Thus Joseph, being raised from his sleep, did as Gabriel had told him, and went in unto Mary, his spouse's bride, and she conceived in her womb the consecrated one of Ahia. Later at the home of Elizabeth, Mary said unto Ahia, My soul doth rejoice greatly in Ahia's son, my Savior. For thou hast regarded the humility of thy handmaiden. And behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me favored. For thou that art mighty and powerful, and hast indeed done to me great things, for consecrated is thy name and purpose, and thy mercy is on them that respect thee from generation to generation, even to eternity. Thou hast exalted the humble and the meek, and hast remembered Abraham and thy seed forever. And Mary lived on with Elizabeth for three months, and then returned to her own home. And we're stopping there because we don't, we got just a minute and fifteen seconds of time and we're going to pick up tomorrow at the prophecy of earth being transformed into an Edenic paradise and y'all be prosperous in the mighty name of Yeshia and that was a great reading. Yes, it was. And Shalom and much love. Shalom.